Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. (laughs) We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, we have Alexandra David of the Instagram account Madison Foodie Finds. What kind of foodie is she? She's always been the kind of foodie who convinces her friends that the very first thing they should do upon arriving in Milan is walk an hour to a very specific pasta shop to get some lunch before the shop closes. She's always been a foodie at heart, but she's really explored her passion for food since moving to Madison five years ago. She believes there's no such thing as a bad form of cooked potato and will never say no to a piece of blueberry pie. The reason she started Madison Foodie Finds is because she wanted to share the places and food that she loves so much with others and thought a social media blog would be a great way to do it. The best way to probably get in contact with her would be through Instagram at Madison Foodie Finds. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this fantastic conversation with Alexandra David. So today we're sitting down with Alexandra David of Madison Foodie Finds. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? That's great. I mean, we're in quarantine. We're still having fun. <laughs> yeah, still able to do this, which is awesome. Cool. So tell us what you do in one to two sentences. So I started Madison Foodie Finds uh, last May, and what I really do with it is just spread the word about restaurants on out. So whether that's um, restaurants, especially during now, during the quarantine, but also just for the past year, I really want to show people the places that I love to eat at mostly. And you're in uh, Madison. I'm here in Chicago. So the food scene down here in Chicago is pretty wild and crazy. What's it like in Madison? Is there plenty of stuff to explore? Is it more hidden gems? What's it kind of like the land out there? There's really good place in Hidden Juncture that I really good go spots. Um, and I think there's really, from my experience, all different types of cuisine too, which is awesome. So you can kind of get whatever you're in the mood for. You don't have to just limit yourself in any way. So it's great. How, how do you choose which ones you want to go to? Is it kind of based on what you're seeing out there? Do you read articles? Are you working with different companies for collaborations? What kind of allows you to kind of choose which restaurants you want to go to? Yeah, I honestly, it's kind of a combination, but I honestly, especially at the beginning when I even moved here, I like to look on other accounts or on like food reviews. I really, I'm a visual person, so I like to see what the meat is before I go somewhere. But then I think since starting the account and being more in the foodie community, I've even just heard of places from word of mouth or from other people that I've talked to and that I've just, you know, known in my list that I really want to try. And then I'll just, I'll go there and check it out. So do you have some uh, go-to spots that you go to on a regular basis in town? I've been really trying to mix it up lately, especially after starting this account, just to try and explore more places. It's really helped me do that, but I still have my go-tos for sure. Um, man, it's tough because I feel like even during the seasons and the times it really changes, I'd say right now, if I could pick a go-to spot, I probably, I love Tornado Late Night, so mm-hmm. they have like really good steak after, I think it's 10, 10.30 p.m., so I'll go go there sometimes. Um, I love Bar Coralini. Um, I think it's just a great Italian restaurant, and um, I've always been my my the ambiance there. So those are a couple, but I'm for a while probably. 
So you want to hear a fun story about Tornado? So uh, my brother and I both went to, to UW, and my parents are big on, like, birthday parties and crap like that, right? So my parents come into town, like, hey, to my brother, like, let's uh, get some people together, let's all go to dinner. And so, you know, it's summertime, my brother's, you know, born in June, and so my, we get, like, 12 people together, and we just go up to Tornado Room, and, like, shorts and t-shirts and whatnot, and they're like, uh, sir, this is a jacket-only restaurant. <laughs> Oh no! But we had a reservation for twelve, so they wanted our business, obviously, right? So they like put us in like a back private room, and all my brother's friends are like, "Oh man, this guy's like a baller. He has like a private room with the steakhouse. This is incredible." And dad's like, "All right, from now on, we're actually going to research these restaurants you go to." That's so awesome! Glad they let you stay, though. That'd be really kind of. I mean, like, they're turning down like whatever that bill's going to be. It's a steakhouse, right? So let's say like forty bucks a person. They don't want to turn away that kind of business, like ten to twelve people, but. It's a ton of fun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually that's had a chance so to meet on the EC Foodie virtual meetup, um, which was a ton of fun yeah. last Friday. Uh, to to maybe explain your perspective on that, I just hopped on because Chris said, "Hey, just sign on Instagram," and I did. What, what was your experience with it? Yeah, no, it was great. I think it was a great way just for people to connect. One, just virtually during this crazy time of not being able to do that in person. Also, just to show the places that we've all been eating at throughout this time, too, to really help promote places and just to show there's such a still, you know, a variety, to, even though, you know, we're all stuck inside and staying at home. All these places are still, you know, active and they're trying to do live takeout and just kind of share where everyone's been going. I feel like half the people who were on there said that they eat at Soho, like, every day. <laughs> yeah, that was a popular one. <laughs> they do have great food. I just thought I did not get it from there, but they have great food. I looked it up online, and I was like, oh, like why do I not like, know where this restaurant is? But it's kind of like in that area that was a little bit built up after I left. Because I left like seven years ago now, maybe six years ago. Um, but it's, it's, over, yeah. it's over on the west side, correct? I think so. I actually have only been um, with their little, I think they have a little, I'm pretty sure it's them that they have a food cart. So I've gone to that um, in the summertime especially. So, But I haven't actually been to the specific restaurant, even though I, I've been meaning to go. <laughs> Do you guys have a lot of food carts in uh, Madison? Here in Chicago, like, we have, like, rows of them outside of certain buildings and, like, junctions downtown. It's, like, absolutely wild. Yeah, we actually do, especially in the summertime. We have things called this bodega where a bunch of them will kind of congregate. And then also in the summertime leading up to the Memorial Union Terrace area, there's just a bunch. If you go there, like, Friday at, like, 1 p.m., there's... Probably like 15 over there, I swear. So it's, it's pretty great. Great collection um, just in one little spot. And the farmer's market, too. You can find them all around the, the square there throughout the day. So definitely have some go-to summer food carts for sure. They, uh, they changed Memorial Union significantly since uh, I graduated in 2010. Uh, I've gone back a few times to like show people around. And yeah. I was like, so much has changed. I used to like work on the Union, right? And I went and saw my old boss last time I was in Madison. And we were sitting down like having coffee together and was trying to explain to something she's like yeah you know like everything's changed like the owners changed like, like the big managers like everything like the part i used to work in isn't even here anymore it's like demolished and like the brat stand is like twice as big as it used to be and all yeah. this stuff <laughs> it's awesome i am not from wisconsin originally but i think like i love i can't believe that the tears and that's part of like the school and everything it's so awesome that they have all that great food and the the water and everything there where are you from originally I am from Michigan, so I moved here almost five years ago now. Do you think there's a significant difference in the food in Madison versus where you grew up? 
I would say a little bit, but at the same time, I haven't lived. So since I went to school, I went to Michigan State, so I'm technically a Spartan, and I love <laughs> the Badgers too. One um, fun but, campus. <laughs> but I um I haven't lived. I'm from Grand Rapids originally, and I think their is growing quite a bit. But since I've lived there, I think it's changed actually a lot. So growing up, I think there definitely were some great restaurants, but I think it's actually expanded a lot since I even have lived here. So I'd say it's hard to know now, but. When I was, if I had to compare from when I was there and now, I think Madison has probably a little bit bigger of a foodie scene, but it's hard to compare for sure. It's definitely interesting. Like, I think there are correct saying it's hard to compare because it's like you don't know what you don't know, right? Like for me, growing up, I never ever wanted to live in a big city. I grew up in a suburb of Milwaukee, went to high school and college in the Madison area. I'm like, this is awesome, and now I live in like the city of Chicago. <laughs> But just, like, there's so many places you just, like, don't know from a food perspective. Like, I grew up eating very bland foods. And just because, like, my parents, like, yeah. and they were like, you're such a picky eater. I'm like, I just didn't have that many options. And now I love having different types of food and spices and stuff like that. But it's just kind of, you yeah. don't know what you don't know. And then when you go back, like, oh, I actually totally appreciate this, like, home-cooked style meal better than I would kind of, like, a nice, like, $40 plate dinner here in Chicago because you know that she's like spent time to make it good. They spend time making it, not just some line chef who's like trying to move up in the world, throwing it together to try and impress you. They actually want you to enjoy it because they spend time cooking it for you. Hope you enjoyed it. But it's just it's kind of a different world for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, for sure. I think just exploring it too as an adult versus when you're younger is just totally different too, and being able to kind of just like try new places on your own. So. So when you like actually go to different restaurants, you try out. How do you kind of define if? it's good positive like when you start doing your reviews online walk us through that is it something more just you're sharing or do you have kind of credentials what can kind of someone expect when they're following you i honestly try and share foods that i really enjoyed so i try and stay away from sharing one that maybe it wasn't my favorite just because i'd rather have it be a place where people can just back to good choices versus have to like sift through and see which ones i liked and didn't like so i um Honestly, if there's a place that I go and I don't love the experience or what I had, I just probably won't post about it, um, <laughs> at least on my feed. I might put that I was there on my story just to show where I'm experiencing things like that. But mm-hmm. in terms of my feed, I try to really stick to what I like, especially if it was like one specific meal or overall experience, just to kind of keep it consistent in that way. Yeah, one of my friends here in town, um, he like has no problems like saying that he didn't like something. He'll like, like say it's pizza, right? He'll go eat the pizza. This pizza sucks. I'm like, dude, you don't eat pizza. Like, why are you posting about eating pizza? Right? But, like, for for right. him, is this kind of, like, the balance of, like, he's not saying anything subjectively. It's all, like, objective. But it's, it's also, yeah. like, he, he's had, like, restaurant owners, like, call him up and be like, dude, you can't be posting stuff like this about crap. But it's also, like, I'm, I'm the same boat as you. If I go somewhere and I'll, like, eat something and I just, like, don't like it because I tried it and it just, like, wasn't my preference... I'm not going to post that because I'm not saying that my preference is the best by any stretch of imagination. I just like certain things. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, but like, let's say there's a cool burger spot here in town and they use like turkey instead of beef and then like some sort of like mixtures on top like that I didn't like the sauces. I'm like, oh, this is the greatest burger of all time. I'm like, well, I actually prefer my beef burgers to turkey burgers or whatever. So I'm going to say I don't like it, but I'm not going to like dog it and stuff like that so it's kind of interesting being a foodie to how to kind of balance that but i think a lot of people need to understand that more of the authentic foodies are people actually share what they like and don't like opposed to what they're promoted to post <laughs> right absolutely i um i feel like you know that's a very good point i think everyone has their own taste too and preferences 
it's funny like i feel like certain feeds even probably my feed you'll see more certain foods than others because i just like them more in general but um i've been trying to stay away from that but you know it's hard sometimes to go to a restaurant you want to get what you want to get you don't always want to try the really exotic things because um you're in the mood for that that one day so i think that's a really good point that you know there is a little bit of i'm sure bias in some accounts just because that's just like natural based on what we all like are you the type of foodie that orders like 16 things to the menu takes a huge picture and then takes one bite of all of them and then has lunch for the next six days <laughs> I don't know if I would say 16 things, but I bet first and before we're out order, especially when it's at a place like a, a small place restaurant or like a tapas type atmosphere, just I want to order and try a bunch of things. But I try and be cognizant of how much I can actually eat to everyone want food either. So um, I do love going, especially and bringing people with me and then having, being able to try what they're eating and try different things that way. Yeah, I learned that the hard way that you should never order the same thing as someone else because then that way they can't try it. <laughs> I've been scolded exactly. a few times, like, why well, are the same thing as you? I'm like, oh, it sounded really good, like, but that's what I'm ordering. I'm like, yes. I mean, granted, like, times like these is a little bit different. Like, back in the day, like, two months ago, when you could actually share food. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so do you have any, like, goals or expectations for your account, or what's kind of, like, driving your motivation to, to actually build out this awesome reputation? I mean, one thing that's been really great is I didn't really even know that much about till I started it, is the foodie community here in Madison. So there's so many people who I feel like are similar to me who just love food, have a passion for, for the food itself and the experience. And um, just being able to be a part of that has been awesome. But then also just being able to really, I think it's pushed me to explore even more places around Madison. I'd love to keep doing that and just sharing the places with the people who happen to follow me just because I love going to places. I know it doesn't mean everyone will, but I like to at least give people a place they maybe haven't heard of or experiences they maybe want to try and have them use it as a resource if, if nothing else yeah i mean it's like always fun to have like stuff to do right like we were talking last night it's like oh it's friday night and we're staying in nothing to do i'm like i'm cool with that like i'm watching my show i'm like playing around with like my cards like whatever like you know play magic cards and then it's like oh like we should like, go out to dinner i'm like why like <laughs> but then it's also like a very social yeah. thing i always try to talk to i mean i don't like talk to like, other tables i don't lean over like hey how's your date going but <laughs> <laughs> but like the We're staff and stuff, right? I like interacting with them. And I, there's a few like funny stories of me screwing up of trying to interact with staff and stuff like that. But <laughs> I mean, like, just oh, if you're gonna spend like a ton of time with someone, like, might as well like have fun like with people around you. But yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And I'm that person too who brings. Now I have a little like ring light. That's my foodie light that I bring <laughs> to restaurants. Now I try not to be, you know too disruptive but there was one time with my roommate actually we were at tavern at kaya yeah. um it was very dark in there and i wanted to take a food i had and it was just i, I turned my light on and immediately all these heads around looking and asking all these questions about what i was doing so then i i just talked to some people that way so that was my one thought of when you were saying talking to other people is that i had some people wanted to know you know what was going on so i was telling them about my my foodie account and just explaining what i was doing but people get so excited when they meet like a foodie it's like a celebrity like my friend and i there's three of us sitting on a pretty busy street in uh, River North of Chicago. It's at this really cool, like, kind of like diner type of place. And my friend just, like, took a picture of it, and then he just asked, like, uh, one of the workers there about something. And then he started, like, kind of talking to her, like, more socially than he should have been. He was, oh, can I add you on Instagram? Like, his way of, like, asking for her number, right? And then she yeah. comes back out three minutes later with one of her colleagues. Oh my god, you have forty thousand followers! Like I've had to meet you. I'm like, oh my god, what a what, what a play here, dude! Can I follow you on Instagram? Sure, dude. That's awesome, though. 
I was, I was, uh, I remember that so well because I was yelled at for asking for uh, ketchup for my patty melt. The chef came out and just stared at me. He goes, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, this, this sounds great." He goes, "Okay." Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Like a lot of my photos and stuff that I do on social is. I just try to be my own self, like have a super fun personality. Like half the time with my buddy, he'll take a picture of me doing something stupid. Like he'll like have a video going, he'll try to like feed me shrimp or something and then it'll miss my mouth and the whole thing will drop in my lap. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, oops. And then he'll just laugh. Like when I post them, like, I don't care. Like people know I'm kind of a weirdo. Like, <laughs> no, I love that though. It's great to have your personality shine through any account I think. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, as you know, like a ton of work to be posting all the time and stuff like that. So I figured if I'm going to spend time posting, like, and like actually have fun doing it with my personality. But Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely feel like sometimes my captions for my posts are truly what I'm exactly thinking at that moment. Like, especially when it's about food, because I'm that person who literally, I've written this on there, I think, or that I, I think about food probably more often than I should mm-hmm. and all these things. I'll write that because I think it's it's true and I figure, you know, why not people can know me. How I really am and how I feel about it. So, I have this like sneaking suspicion that uh, someone or multiple people wrote like a book on like what to post for a caption for all these like female models. It could be male models too, right? But it's just like yeah. I, I don't, I can't pinpoint the exact phrases, but it's like they teach you like what to say or how to say it. It's always yeah. like, "Good morning, wearing black. It must be a Black Friday." Or except, it's like it's always like the same kind of like uh, structure. I'm like, how do people yeah. realize how to do this? For me, for food, it's like, put what it is. I'm like, yep, it was good. Like, <laughs> right? Yep, give it a plus. Yep. So have you been approached by, like, uh, restaurants? And, have you been approached by like, oh, restaurants and stuff uh, to do, like, collaborations? Or what's, what's kind of, what's um, the fame like in Madison? I've mostly just done a couple of things here and there where I'm helping promote an event, typically. So oh, cool. it's more just whether it's, like, a beer event or um, I was working with Epicurean Chronicles on um, an event that was coming up that ended up being postponed for now due to everything going on. But, was um, that the uh, like Domes that one? For... Yeah, yeah. that one. We, so, uh, we, we signed up to come to that, so I was super pumped for it, but yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I hope they can. I know the Dome probably maybe won't be there You know, later in the year. Maybe they can reschedule and do a different type of event or something once this all um, calms down. But yeah. so things like that where um, I, I work with another, whether it's another account here or another um, just restaurant even just helping promote an event but it hasn't been so much me just going in and eating at a restaurant and promoting it that way I just do that kind of naturally at this point so it's definitely fun to have kind of your passion be rewarded um like like one of my really good friends now when I interviewed her about her like fashion design she and I got like an argument after we interviewed she's like why are you doing this you're not making money and I'm like dude like going on you're like four here this is awesome I mean like cool people I'm like I also met you she was oh yeah you did I'm like <laughs> Yeah, like exactly. if I came up to you, like when I first met you, I'm like, "Hey, you seem really nice. We should be friends." You'd be like, "I don't speak English." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's not just about like for me. I never did it because of like a monetary value at all. It was more just because I, it was a passion that I have, and I I wanted to find a way to kind of fuel that. But then now the fact that I've been able to meet people and be more with it, it's just been an added bonus, really. Have you ever had uh, any interest in ever opening your own restaurant? Um, I mean, I definitely have thought about it in the back of my mind, but I don't know. I'm working on the more of the cooking side of things, so I wouldn't say I'm the, the best cook yeah. at this point. I feel like that's something that is kind of, you don't have to be a cook by any means to own a restaurant, but I think that's something I would want to have if I were to do that. So 
not right now. It hasn't been something that I've had in the future, but I guess you never know what could happen. It's, it's definitely interesting to me. I went to this uh, class like a month ago, and it was on just kind of like career expectations, right? And I wrote that down. It was like one of my three things I want to do in life, just to like see how it went. And like so many things yeah. just like added up. Like I spent all this time in restaurants. I'm like big into business. I used to cook like for like my job. I was at Madison. Like it's like, you know, a line chef, whatever. Yeah. And then all these other things that make sense. Like I like working with people. It's like, oh, like, yeah. maybe I should open a restaurant. But I'm like, but then I can't go sit at all my friends' restaurants all the day and talk to them. But... <laughs> We actually have a friend that does that. Yeah, we're like, do you ever work? He's like, yeah, I was there earlier. I'm like, I see you at every other restaurant, man. Like, Except your own. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, like, do you know what kind of restaurant you'd want to open? That's a good question. Um, so, like, a really cool concept, uh, what my friend does here in town, is it's kind of like a Wisconsin supper club um, during the day. So, like, one side's like a bar, and then they have, like, one side's kind of like master seating. But it's like a place you go for a fish fry, for sure. And they also yeah. have a massive patio that's like enclosed, but has like so many like fake plants. It's almost like you're in like Rainforest Cafe, but like for adults, right? Okay. It's not weird, but like yeah. super well done. And then yeah. because uh, the owner is actually Thai, at 10 o'clock on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they turn like the nicer side into live Thai music. And so like a lot of the Thai community show up and like party till 4 a.m., yeah. And then they keep the bar open to 4 a.m. So, like, all the people in that part of town, like, love it. And they all, I, we've met so many people on, like, the bar side. Like, what's that private party? I'm like, it's not a private party. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone just happens to know each other and they're not speaking English. He's like, oh, why do I want to go over there? I'm like, it's better than this, like, bar side. <laughs> <laughs> like, something like that where it's kind of like there has some sort of twist. Uh, when my yeah, buddy and I came up with this idea... People said it's like super inappropriate, but we said it, we call it like plus one, where it'd be kind of like reality dating um, while you're at the table. Oh. So like, let's just assume yeah. it's three straight people. So it's two guys and one girl and they all go to dinner together. And then the inside, like the booth, they have kind of cameras so people can watch. So it's kind of like, like a spy bar, oh. but like you agree to like partake in the, the situation. Yeah. And then the single person of the two of the three, like chooses which person she wants to go on a second date with and the person that wasn't chosen actually pays for the dinner so like some kind of like oh weird God. twist to that like you, yeah. you like you definitely know you're like going on some reality thing right but it's like small time it's in the restaurant yeah. and then you have fun at a date and then it's also like you know you're single so you want to be there on purpose but then it's also entertaining because you can go there and like watch people as well because i feel like if you just let people watch like oh i wouldn't actually do that it kind of creates a uh, uh, like a buzz about it so but yeah, then people are like, you awesome. can't do that, people will sue. And like, like, but what? Like, what if they like men and women? And they're, I'm like, then we just choose those kind of people for the group. Right, <laughs> right. yeah. That's a fun idea. And it would probably, yeah, build up a lot of hype. But then also you get a good experience. I think that's just unique that you can say you tried. And, and if it works out, great. And if not, you at least got a great meal and got to meet some people out of it either way. So. You said like the crazy stuff. Like you have some guy like, let's get dessert. Would you like to try some of this? Sunday, and then you have the other guys like watching, like <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a huge fan of watching stupid reality TV shows like The Bachelor or whatever. So just doing yeah. something on like the low scale of that, and then you can always have like some fun food too that comes out. Like obviously you're not gonna serve like wings or ribs or something, but you definitely serve yeah. like tapas stuff where people have to like fight to share. <laughs> yeah, 
if they have a handle in it. Like, if there's one left and there's four or three or four of them, like, who gets to eat it? <laughs> and you can, like, have stuff on the other side. Like, buy them, like, a round of drinks or something, right? And, like, this is a round of drinks. People on the other side, people are like, oh, does someone think I'm cute that's not in this um, dinner party? Maybe I should go on the other side and meet them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I have too many, like, stupid fun. ideas like that. I just, like, have too much fun. I'm actually uh, working, so, like, outside of the food part of my podcast, there's also fashion and fitness. I'm working with a few people this year on some fashion shows, and I'm actually walking in the Chicago Fashion Week, and, like, the guy putting it on goes, just just be yourself, just show your personality. Everyone just walks, like, super stiff, like, whatever. I'm like, okay, try my best. He goes, look like you're going to die. You look like you're in the morgue. I'm like, okay. So I started talking to some of my designer friends. I'm like, just be yourself. Just be an idiot. I'm like, okay, so I'll walk like this. Like, that would be way more entertaining to everyone in the crowd than what you normally do when you look, like, stone-faced. I'm like, okay, this is, I'm so excited for this. Like... Do you have to wear certain outfits, I'm, I'm guessing, for the fashion show? Or Yeah, so there, it's seven days. Um, so it was supposed to be this coming weekend um, through next week. Uh, but now it's pushed into June. Um, and so they have designers that, like, bid on the models. And then they get sizes and stuff like that. Um, so we'll see. But, like, I'm, I'm working probably five of the other days. Uh, one of the other days, I think I'm going to go to a different show that's for um, kind of human trafficking. Um, okay. But yeah, so it should be a, a ton of fun. I mean, I worked last year and it was kind of a mess because I tried to do too much. But now this year, I'm like, I know I'm going to bring to help out and just be like, all right, I'm just going to do what I can. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun, though. It sounds awesome. And that's why I wanted to like do, I like doing stuff like that. That's why I joined the the virtual foodie meetup where I knew like one person and it's like, Oh, we meet some, all these other cool people. So this has been a ton of fun. Do you want to leave anything else with our listeners before we sign off? Um, I mean, I'm always open if anyone ever wants to message me and DM me on my Instagram or even email me. I'm just open to ever talk to people, whether it's with their questions or, um, not recommendations. I love giving people those, even if they're not from here, especially, um, so yeah, I think it's been great talking with you today. Awesome. Pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. <laughs> at Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They're also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, Feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. 
Rating reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food.